0: It's basically a monthly challenge in our school. So every month we have different challenges. And this one's like for Halloween. We're doing It's like an Edgar Allan Poe challenge where you have to record an Edgar Allan Poe poem at night somewhere in the dark and then make the sound effects for it and stuff.
1: I got another challenge. It's called uh, put this house together and uh, do enough work <laughs> so my baby can eat. It's actually uh, Edgar
0: have- Allan APO. Yay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you I- here? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hey, Jay. What's up? How's it going? Hey. Hi. Hi, how you guys doing? Jay, where are you in Mexico? Uh,
2: you? R- uh, Right now, I'm here in Mexicali, just, like, across the border from the States. Uh, I'm, I'm literally, like, five minutes away from the border.
0: Which border is that from Mexicali? Diego, right? Uh,
2: yeah, it's from California. It's called uh, actually Lee Lee recently came to play. Uh, and it's a uh, it's a border called Calexico. It's it's uh Yeah.
1: Oh no, I was just saying it's weird. There's Calexico, which is the 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 state side one, and then Mexicali when you go across the border.
2: Yeah, exactly. And and Mexicali is because of Mexico, California, and Calexico is California, Mexico. Yeah. I, I got Covid, actually. What? But, oh my god! Really? Yeah. Positive. Yeah, but but the weird thing is that I didn't knew about it, and one day I woke up and I uh, I felt like really weird, and I had trouble passing. I don't know how to say it in English. Saliva. Like swallowing. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and I was like, oh shit, I might have. COVID because I felt like weird and then I got tested. Uh-huh. It's the worst thing in the world to get tested because they put something in your nose like it it changes your ideas even. Like it goes all the way inside your it's nose. It's very nose. uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. And then I got the results and, and it said that I didn't have the COVID but I have the antibodies like like super super high, you tested for and the antibodies also. Yeah, and they told me like you already had COVID, so you have the antibodies super super high now of the COVID. That's insane,
0: man! But you're okay. Do you feel okay?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. i okay. But the end up I I was asymptomatic, so it was so good. And the good thing is that I didn't I didn't pass it around because. In reality, the only things that I, I, I do is I just go to the grocery mm-hmm. and then I come back and I take a shower, I take all my clothes and everything.
0: The only thing you touch is your Native Instruments machine.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's the only
3: thing. Classically. I knew you would say that.
0: Maybe
1: if they, could, if they could figure out a way to make those tests into powder form, it
3: might be more comfortable for people. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> you guys seem to have uh, such an. All right, so Richard,
0: can't, Richard Marshall can't be here, but he did a lot of recordings for me to fit in for the conversation. So we've got oh, a, yeah. a robot version of
3: Richard here with us. And you, yeah. A oh,
1: Jesus! You're just
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: nothing like drinking cold red wine.
0: That's it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a um, <laughs> He's actually flying on an Emirates uh, airplane. So we're, we're going to get started here. And I'm really, really happy to have with us Jay Black, who, uh, who's made some amazing, one of some of my favorite records over the years. And there's uh, a ton of things behind the scenes, things that we don't even know about. Um, one of his uh, close collaborators was a friend of mine as well, who, who passed away. Um, who I was also a huge fan of and which was very sad. So a lot of respect for Kiko. And I'm, and I'm really happy to have Jay to have you with us today uh, to be talking about our topic, uh, na- which will be Native Instruments. And um, today on our panel, we've got with us Lee Myers.
1: Hey, guys. How's everybody doing? It's Lee Curtis Myers over here at my I said Lee no, Myers cuz I saw But it, it is it is Lee Curtis Myers. I just uh I went by Lee Curtis uh my my whole life. My family calls me Lee Curtis. So when people ask me for my DJ name, it was a knee jerk reaction. Anyway, um but I'm here in my brand new house in
0: Austin and uh after an incredible wow. long Congratulations, journey, man, that's Yeah. Great. uh we also have on the panel with us We've got uh, Rocío Rocha.
4: Hello everyone. My name is Rocio. I'm coming live at you from Cordoba, Argentina. Hi Jay. It's very nice to meet you, and I'm really, really looking forward to hear your insight on native instruments.
0: We have with us today in the robot form uh, Richard Marshall.
3: Hello everyone. This is Richard coming to you live from (laughs) somewhere between London and Cape Town via Dubai. (laughs) I'm at. Thirty eight thousand feet, I suppose. Having a delicious glass of Emirates wine. I've just had a delicious Emirates dinner. Very happy that I can make it to this APO 8, with wonders of space and time travel. Thanks to Clarion.
0: Okay. I like how many times he had to say Emirates over there. So we know
3: (laughs) that
1: little shit sponsored by Emirates (laughs) somehow.
0: (laughs) He's flying Emirates. Somehow he can afford to fix his pipes, but he's flying Emirates and he's drinking the best wine.
3: He's got his priorities in order. Exactly. Uh, Jay, it's very nice to meet you. I've uh, been a big fan of Climbers for a long time. Uh, Your music gets played a lot in South Africa. So yeah, we're glad to be sharing this uh, podcast with you today.
0: And uh, speaking of which, and then our topic today will be Native Instruments and we have the privilege to have with us Jay Black. Uh, and Jay would you mind just introducing yourself? Uh, Hi. Hi everybody,
2: uh, uh, my name is Jay Black. I'm, I'm from the duo called Climbers uh, and been doing me- music for uh, some time now and, and also working with Native Instruments as well. So I'm really happy to to be part of this panel and I respect each and every one of you guys. And thank you so much for having me.
0: Awesome. Well, it's awesome to have you. So just to get things kicked off, because this podcast is mostly, it's geared for uh, our APO community and a lot of newcomers and producers are just starting out. So it's really valuable to get feedback and to get just insight from from guys like you. So could you start off just by explaining just like just keeping it everything simple and explain what Native Instruments is to begin with? Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh Native Instruments is a company founded I think in Berlin in, in Germany. Uh and they uh, their approach which I love. First of all, it's about sound and about controlling that sound not only inside the box but through hardware that they that they made which they have like a a piano controller and they have a a launch pad or another machine that controls like a drum machine but but the good thing about it that I love a a, a lot is because like myself, I'm not a musician per se. I I didn't go to school to learn about melodies or stuff like that. But obviously I I tried to learn and everything, but these machines help you a lot in terms of you can put the scale, you can approach drum machines in terms of not just in in a... classical way of just programming the drums but you can see how you're programming the drums and it's really the learning curve is really really uh, quick so you straight away are making beats and and having these ideas straight up to the computer and then you can approach making music while touching stuff and also programming inside of your DAW and that way the workflow is really really intuitive.
4: I don't have any of the software yet, but I would like to ask you a few things about Contact 6.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the good thing about Contact is that uh, uh, for me personally, I use uh, all the stock plugins that they give you with Complete 12. But in reality, uh, the the beauty about Contact is that it's like... Uh, like a really, really nice program that you can incorporate third-party plugins or third-party manufacturers that make certain kinds of sounds. Like, let's say uh, there's uh, a company that only makes sounds, uh, so you can... make uh, people like the sounds that you hear on the movies when they are walking with shoes or they are working on they are walking on mud or stuff like that like it's so big the approach of on the contact community because there are so many sounds that you can get on different not only on native instruments but people that are on third uh, party. Uh, uh way so you can make like a whole uh score of a movie using only contact and their plugins so it's like a macro sound but you can go so micro like I told you like um like only use it for uh getting that shoe sound or whatever but also you can get like this beautiful bass a bass uh, sounds or guitar sounds or even uh, sometimes orchestra sounds and it's it's really really nice and it's not that CPU heavy. So you can approach it really quick, really nice and it has like all these modulations and everything inside the sound so you can really really write a whole score uh, a, 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 a of a movie. Uh, using only contact
4: that's awesome so it's very versatile and so contact is a sample a sampler right but i read yeah. that you can also uh, build your own instruments so it works as a synthesizer or it it only works with scripts codes script codes uh,
2: actually with contact uh I, I think uh for making uh for making synthesizers, I would approach it with Reactor. Okay. It, because on Reactor, you have uh, these patches that uh, uh, that you can even build modular synthesizers, or you can build your own custom sense, samplers, effects, and even sound design tools. So it, with Reactor, it's much better to do that. And with, uh, with contact, I would approach it more with terms of uh, buying libraries and samples that I really need for a specific task.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think to clear it up, the contact is a sampler and reactor is a virtual synthesizer. So yeah. it's all part of complete. So if you get complete, you'll have both of those things.
4: There is a free pack that it's complete start. It includes a lot of things. I've seen here 16 synthesizers and samples, samplers uh
2: Let me check because it's been a long time since I downloaded the last ones, but I, I see it here. Okay, it has the micro prism that is a uh, synth, it has the reactor player, and it has the TRK01. The TRK01, it's a really nice one because uh, I use it mainly. Uh, well, the main approach of, of that one is to make or build your own kicks and blend it with your bass and those two are coming on that one so you can have your bass uh, and you tune it out like the decay the attack release and uh, fine tuning and whatever and on the let's say it's a layer it's a two layer window on the on the right you have your bass and the left you have your kick so that way uh a lot of times and I, I i used to have that mistake i was just grabbing uh kicks or making a, a a a drum pattern and i didn't when i i started making production i was just going with oh, i like this or i like that but once you get more uh, inside of the sound you start noticing that each kick and each bass have like uh, they need to correlate because of the low frequencies and all this stuff. So it's a really nice approach visually and also uh, in uh, in the sound to see what you are doing with your bass and what you're you, what what are you doing with your kick? Does that make sense what I just said or no? Yes. What? Yeah. So, how is
4: that software called?
2: Trk one Okay. That's Native Instruments. Uh mm-hmm. huh.
0: Okay,
4: cool. Yeah, it's within a free pack, pack um, called Complete Start that I just realized today that you can download it for free. If I had known before, I would have downloaded it now so I could discuss with you more in detail, but I will definitely try that out.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, what I tell people a lot of times is just to subscribe to Native Instruments and wait for those free plugins that they normally when they launch a new package or, or, or a new library, normally they give you like a 15 days or one month period where they give one of the whole package for free. Like I remember uh, some time before they gave supercharger, which is a really nice saturator for free. They gave rep- replica uh, for free at one point. It's a really, really nice delay. It's so uh weird that delay that I I I honestly have a lot of on um uh, these mistakes. I, I think everybody has these mistakes that you are dragging and dropping the plugin to let's say a synth lead and it drops in a snare. And and it and then it sounds like really nice. And you're like, oh I, I really like this effects on this thing, and then that replica did that for me sometimes in, in, uh, on on drums. And, and also I remember Analog Dreams that, which is right now, you know, that with the Dua Lipa and, and the, and and, um, and all these 80s kind of vibe they gave it for free for some time. And it's a really, really nice also, uh, reactor sound that it's kind of emulating that 80s vibe and you're really good at that
0: actually i love the 80s stuff that you have
2: oh thank you man but it's not reactor sorry it's contact contact that's con- that's contact yeah that's contact that's not contact six that's something else no that's re- reactor is the one with the numbers contact is is the same sampler like lee said okay.
1: yeah re- the sense contacts the sample the sampler yeah
0: Okay. I love, so, I love, that mean, yeah, every, yeah, sorry. No, oh, no, go, no, go ahead, Lee. It's okay. You
1: can go ahead. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I can't, I, I'm on my phone, so I can't hear when when people are talking or not. So go ahead. I, I can.
0: Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I was just going to ask about Reactor just so then. So Reactor then, when you say it's sense, is it just like a library with different synths? And then you can just mod certain things on it, like they're just like different presets that you can change, like envelopes and blah, blah, blah whereas with contact six it's more like a s- classic sampler kind of base thing where you can actually do like more modulation stuff and play with like the k and the wave shape and LFO and things like that is that are you is that the difference between the two i don't use them so I don't know. Yeah.
2: yeah i mean re- react like like you said like reactor yeah. it's uh m- more of a synth and contact is a sampler and and the good thing about in both worlds is that you can approach reactor in a simplistic way in terms of like you said like you can just throw any scent that you want and just start playing with all the envelopes and, and whatever mm-hmm. and with contact you can go even more specific like you can be like oh I, right now i need this 85 okay i'll go with analog dreams can you, oh, you go with what? reactor
0: and like uh with reactor can you go like operator style just put in a sine wave or like can you actually put in the wave yourself the type of w- like a sample or, or start with a basic sine wave and then build it with reactor or is it more like um Arturia, like where you get like the sounds already kind of built in and there's more of a limitation
2: towards how much you can um uh customize? Yeah. yeah contact is more about you already have a certain vibe of the plugin Mm -hmm. and then go with that vibe. Uh, What I mean is that you cannot be like, oh, let me, like you said, like I I, I will throw a sign where, no, no. They already give you like, uh, like let's say analog dreams, okay? So analog dreams have uh, this layer, uh, so everybody can imagine. Imagine a layer where you have another A and B. in, in normal sense, you might have an oscillator A and oscillator B, right? Mm-hmm. In this, you will have already a preset sound on A and, and a preset sound on B. And you can't so, change those sounds.
0: Those pre- And those you start- cannot
2: change in terms of how they are already pre-programmed. Right. What you can change is the blend between A and B, the attack, decay, cutoff, and even add a little bit of noise uh, or uh, an effect and control the digital volume but Mm -hmm. beside of that you cannot do a lot more so that's why a lot of times what i do personally is if i already have a certain idea or if i i'm not that good of making a new sound from scratch I might be able to approach it straight up with this kind of uh, contact library, or even like uh, like I said before, like you can even try to approach, like if you're doing a score for a movie, maybe you need a certain orchestra, that way you go with contact and you download the orchestra uh, library bundle of maybe the strings, or maybe horns and then you have those sounds on contact and then you start playing the horns and the violin on contact.
0: Very cool I guess my question is if it's contact is um it's a sampler essentially right but that has a library that different libraries that you can get with it bundles uh but then as a sampler can you then just bring in whatever you want as well I guess like any like yeah yeah yeah, your yeah, own yeah, yeah as exactly. well Get yeah, you can start changing.
2: from scratch. Yeah, yeah, start from
0: scratch.
4: That's what cool. I see about contact is that you can do advanced scripting changes. So it's not like a regular synthesizer, but you can change, this, this is what I understand. You can change the presets by through codes, through script codes. I know this yeah. is advanced. It is well, Like In C++, amazing.
0: like you can code it in? Yes. Is it, is it C++? Do you know that <laughs> what, what, what it's programmed in? I know Ableton is programmed in C++ actually which is why it's always crash it, 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 it's why like it'll it'll run the script you can see it running the script in a, like asynchronously and then mm-hmm. it's, like it'll crash and it has the ASD files and uh,
4: it, but, um, I guess it's not C++ but it says KSP I don't know a lot but I don't know if that's another code language
0: but you can actually code you're saying you can actually go into the code of the the source code of contact and mo- and modify the plugin
4: yes yes this is this this says that's, the that's native insane. instruments web. yes it's
0: cool Wait, did you know
1: you can do that no did I, yeah. I i i changed my door code on uh, <laughs> else here you want to talk you want to talk into that realm you needed to speak with my wife i'm out i just uh over here lies beauty in and, 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 and the coding stuff i have no idea no, but I can tell you this much. Uh, I use contact. I don't know if people remember the track I did on Spectral Sound, uh, Smoking Mirrors with the big cellos and violins. Uh, the big like, kind of hook I wrote with those, it was out of uh, contact with like three different layers of cellos, violas stacked on each other. So I haven't had it for years. And then uh, Native Instruments uh, was, was sponsoring us with Tractor for – quite a while and then that was you know before the advent of cdj's um where i didn't didn't really use it as much but before that they gave me uh contact with the the Abbey roads pack drums of the set, 60s 70s 80s in modern drummer and i can tell you that those samples were of the highest quality and they they you could adjust the room and the distance of the miking from the drums and stuff. And I think they weren't necessarily the first people to do that, but, um, I, you know, I use a lot of rock and funk and jazz drums in my production, even if it doesn't sound like they're out front, mm-hmm. I use them for backbeats and stuff. And I'm really missing now that pack because for some reason, I don't know if my CDs are too old or it's not meant for the OS that I have, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get them to load. And, um, yeah, so I'm I'm somewhat familiar, but it's been quite some time because I don't have the new software. And um,
0: are you I, registered I, online and everything? Like, can't you just go online and download? Uh, like, just go sign in and then re-download the bundle if you're on?
1: I, they, No, this is this was so long ago. They physically mailed us all the stuff all the time.
0: Yeah, I know, but I'm thinking like I wonder if now it's all probably online, right? Like, if you
2: want to get the Abbey Road, you, you you could you could write a ticket. And explain your situation, and and I I think they they will help you. It's really really nice. The support, uh, the customer support is really really nice.
1: Yeah, they're great. They were always super on point. I mean, when we were having issues with our tractor, like a sound check, they would literally get on the phone with us, so that Mm -hmm. I could I couldn't speak more highly of how they handle their business. It was incredible. And
0: Andre <laughs> exactly. That's not funny Richard What the heck
1: <laughs> and, and why is Richard doing Inappropriate Beavis
3: Impersonations <laughs> It's always a hybrid of um, Like analog And, and uh, digital Yes. <laughs> what is the third door?
0: All right, yes. uh, Richard, you're like totally off topic. Well, Richard, Did
3: you say hi to him. I knew you were going to say that, Charian. um <laughs> I didn't say that. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Jay, Jay, what do you think about? uh
0: Like, I like how Lisa. About- like Richard? No. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. But I the smoking mirrors thing is really cool. That's, that's actually pretty, pretty awesome insight. I'm going to go back and listen to the cello sounds and stuff. Uh, the orchestra hits, but I was going to ask you the same question as well. I was wondering, cause you were talking about the analog dreams and like the 80 sounds. So are you using that in your productions? Uh, can you give us some use cases? Like is equal responsibility? Is that synth sounds like a Juno? Is that, or is that actually from native instruments, but you don't have to give away your secrets, but. Just curious.
2: No, no, it, 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 it's 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 so good. I, I mean, uh, when when we did uh, equal responsibility, uh, it's it's a funny story because that that record we use, um, uh, the it, it was from another company. The the but it it, it was an emulation of a Juno. Okay. Uh, and I remember that we downloaded this uh, chorus effect of a company called Tal. Yeah. 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 And I remember, I felt like I discovered the biggest secret in the industry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The record sounds like that. Like, it sounds like you're excited. Like, it really sounds like you've discovered something and, and everyone's discovering it together, you know? Like, it captures
2: that, I feel like. Yeah. Th- thank you, man. And for us, I was like, Kiko, <laughs> wake up. I found this, man. And, and he was like, what are you talking about? Because we had a ritual of, because we were, bro, I, I was working in, in KFC mm-hmm. and, and, and Kiko was a uh, Batman for kids. <laughs> like a custom he was thing. A Batman. He was Batman for kids? Yeah and, and he was like uh, the 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 mothers of the the kids pinched uh, his ass. That's funny. Yeah. The mother the mothers were getting kinky. <laughs> 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 and, I can't see so, Kiko
0: being kinky and doing that kinky with the. ass yeah. so like, I, I was such a quiet
2: nice kid. Nice guy. Yeah, man. Yeah, he was the best what? man. And and we were and I went then to the studio, right? And, and then we were making music and whatever. And then when we felt like it was like, oh, we already have like a lot of time working on this loop or whatever, we had this ritual of eating uh, uh, a little bit of like bacon and, and, uh, and uh, uh, some onions and whatever, whatever. And then we go to sleep for 30 minutes and then woke up. And you know when you're feeling like half awake and half still sleep? Yeah. And then we turn the the computer on and we felt like these creative juices, like straight up, I don't know how to explain it. And while we were making the music, I I downloaded the the plugin and I told Kiko, bro, like wake up man like are you listening to this like just push button one or two it's incredible and 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 he was like bro this is so nice we have to tell nobody <laughs> and, and then work out the, the 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 whole track around these kind of effects that made us so excited I and
0: love I, that you. so much I love that that epiphany like at that moment where you're like in that hazy state you've been in the studio you've been working and then it's like you got bacon and onion breath and there's mess everywhere and then all of a sudden it's like you discover it's like you're the you know like Gulliver's Travels or something you find like the map to like that sound yeah. like the answer you know like the sound of the record and it's that sound and then you tell you know you tell the person you're working with like this is it like we have <laughs> we found the sound you know it's very it's a it's a it's a very it's a beautiful moment of creative discovery that you're talking about which i think it's kind is kind
1: of what we all live for
2: yeah right? no sure you know like yeah exactly we,
1: we sit around in the studio and you have you know this is the thing that a lot of younger producers think that when you're good that you just sit down and it's like bah every time you're like there's another one and did you chill out for like three weeks it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like right. you know right. I, I worked with some people that i looked i looked up to so much and you get down to it it's like it's still the grind baby you know, you know there might be magic moments but they might come a little sooner or you have less time like figuring out why something isn't quite working sure but in the end you sit there for quite a few hours until you're like, Oh God. Okay. That's, that's actually decent. That's actually decent. And then you play it for somebody else and they're like, what the fudge? And you're like, okay, I got one. I got one. Damn it. It's like fishing. Right. You know? 100%. They call them.
0: Yeah. it's what like they, fishing. They call them
1: books. And just yeah. hearing that story about that track and the fact it did so well, and that you guys were like, this is it. I mean, it makes me miss those moments. You know, it really does. Like, I, like, I've been doing so much work in other facets of like right. engineering for people. It's a, satisfi- it's a satisfying thing when you produce or engineer something and somebody hears it after you've worked on it, and it's like, holy crap, that's yeah. amazing. But yeah. it's, not a, it's not nearly as good as like when you hit that on your own music and you go, oh, yeah, baby, that's the one. That's yeah. the one right there.
0: It's a glimpse of that, it's like vicarious. It's like, you're getting a taste of it when you do it for somebody else and you're like, oh yeah, but it's like an echo, you know? It's like not even, uh, it's like this echo of something like, oh yeah, and it feels good, but it's not, you can't compare it to what that moment of when you do that discovery uh, for yourself. That's yeah.
1: It's like when your friend meets the partner of their dreams and you're super happy that you wingmaned it for them. Yeah. Yeah. I I (laughs) introduced one of my friends to his beautiful wife uh and and it's like that's amazing and then but then you're like oh shoot well I mean I'm happy the wedding's gonna be great but uh you know I'd like one of those of my own
0: online it's like being an online dating consultant (laughs)
2: it's it's (laughs) one of the
0: best entrepreneurial
2: jobs you can take in twenty. it's like it's it's like I remember like you just said that and I remember when when, when I heard uh, Lee Curtis' uh, Twitch. Yeah. And, and bro, yeah. I remember I was with Kiko, and I was like, bro, I'm going to play a record. It's going to make every girl in the dance floor go cray-cray, man. <laughs> and he was like, okay, you always tell me, like, you have this new record. And then I play the record because I didn't, I, I, I was, I'm, I'm always, I'm like kind of old school. Like I don't show, I just tell a little bit that I'm going where I'm going to go on, on my set. Yeah. But, but in reality, I'm, I might approach it. But at one point I see like, Oh, now he's packing this way. I'm, I'm going that way. <laughs> but there's certain tracks that I know I will play. I'm, I'm preparing my whole, uh, music right. to go there, the night, you know? The
0: night, the, the night, you're excited. You want to play
2: those records. The night I played that record, and I remember Kiko said, like, bro, I, I mean... What, 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 what is going on? Like, that the, everybody was, like, sweating and, ah, it was so nice. And I, had,
1: I had so many people I know be like, I met my girlfriend on the dance floor to that song. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them got married already, too. He's like, yeah, the first time we, like, hung out and made out was on a dance floor and to that song. And I'm like, wow, because I, I may as well tell the story of how I made it. I had yes, my, please. My assistant, uh, my assistant chick, uh, the, my, my, one of my dear, dear female friends from Detroit, nothing romantic about it, was uh, working as an assistant for a while when I was way too busy with the old Miami coming up and stuff. I needed help, so I hired her for a few months, and uh, she helped me out so much, and I'm like, I was messing around I had the beat, the beat was there. I kind of had, I just got the Jupiter six, like an actual Jupiter six that I still have. It's my favorite synth, one of them, one of my favorites. But, uh, and I wrote that line, okay. And then I started like talking trash in the mic and I was trying to figure out something slick but then I just started talking trash and and I got done and I'm laughing my head off and she's like, that's it. She's like, that's, that's hot. That's amazing. And I'm like, I can't say that on a record. I can't say that. She's like, shut up. I'm a woman. I'm telling you it's okay. And I'm like,
0: that's how you know you should put it out. If you if you can't say it, if you're teetering.
1: I mean, Clarion knows me really well. And yeah, I mean, I can be outspoken, but like coming with lyrics like that, It's kind of I had to work. Honestly, I had to work myself up to being okay with it. And I played it for several girls. And I got different reactions from some of my female producer counterparts and peers that I really looked up to that were like, bit on the nose, you might want to change a couple of those lyrics and then but the rest of the people I played it for like you touch this track, you're a moron, leave it. And I'm like, that's how she stays then, and I put it out, and like people loved it, and it and it actually like backfired on me, a few times because I played it. I played in Orange County, which is like a lot of cougar plastic surgery. No offense, you know, if you're not if you're from Orange County and you're not one of these people, but hey, yo, I'm telling it how I see it. Mm. And I did a like a Wednesday gig with my 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 agent friend Cash. We went down to Orange County. It was it was around it was on Halloween. And it was like all these like 40 plus women with mad plastic surgery coming up to me like, when are you going to play that song? And then asking, can you really make my body twitch and started groping me and stuff. So,
3: oh, no. yeah, I, I,
1: I hashtag <laughs> me dude myself from that song. And it got a little, it was a little greasy, uh, I admit, you know. <laughs> Like I, I outsmarted myself with that one a little bit. Like, cause I mean, I look up to Prince so much. I think he's probably my biggest influence. But uh, yeah, so so like, <laughs> I knew the beat was good. I knew the bass was good. But those those lyrics that you hear were placeholders for a cadence of something that I was gonna try to come up with something a little, little less on the nose. But then I was told by people, like, if you change that, you're ruining a hit record. I'm like, okay, here we go. So, I, I, yeah, that's, that's that story. And, hey, do you uh, want
0: to tell people what the lyrics are so that, so that they have it, or should we just leave it for people to check it out for themselves? I, I,
1: I think if you want to check out a good house record, go listen to it. And, uh, you know, since I currently have a, uh, I have a wife of five years, uh going no six wow and a, and a one-year-old son he can you know family can dig through and listen to that one at yeah. their own pleasure and and i encourage everybody else to but i still am asked to play it and i i oblige i don't mind because it's still a damn good record so
0: i don't care yeah no and, it's, it's, it's a classic now and would... and
2: and and, and, and to, to tell you the truth it's for me it's not all about the lyrics, but also the subtleties of the effects of your voice, uh, of the voice of the girl, and and how you blend like the kick and, and the scene, how it's growing.
1: Thank and, God, and, like, thank God. You're one of the only people that's ever said that about it.
0: <laughs> but it's true, it's there. There's like nuances that makes a difference.
1: Yeah, I tried to, I made, I made sure, I, could, I went back after I kind of had the parts and I made damn sure that the music was good enough that I didn't feel like it was like a vacuous attempt to be gratuitous.
0: No, I think it doesn't come off as, uh, I mean, what's great about it, it's just, it sounds like, because the thing about Prince, or like when you go back to those records, they, it's like that was a time where people were genuine, you know, like when, when, when Prince is singing like Controversy or whatever he's singing, like, he's singing it, you know, like that's yeah. real, it's like real talk kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. When people do it now, it's very hard to be genuine, to do it genuinely. Like it will be like, oh, they're trying to sound like this or like, yeah. they're trying to be obnoxious or anything like that. But I feel like with that record, it does, there's an authenticity to it for sure. Cause it's well, you. Feel, and if you know who is an artist and you listen to your other records and the timing when it came out and having the Detroit festival, having everything happening, it was perfect timing. Like everything, it just was, it felt like, it was. It felt real. It didn't feel. Yeah, like it was and, made it, up. and it
1: really, it really was. And the funny thing for me is, you know, how I like to laugh. I got a little. I got to have a little giggle every time I played. <laughs> and, and 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 the other thing is, like, I caught some flack. And uh, this was from my the write up in Herb magazine saying that Lee Curtis has made a song that's making him even more of a caricature of himself, a cartoon caricature of himself. And it was right when it was released and like, you know, like gave it a one out of five stars and like basically trashed it. And then it went on to have huge success and get like signed on many compilations and et cetera, et cetera. And DJs were playing it nonstop for a while. So it was, that was funny. But at first that was the first review I got was like big thumbs down. And I'm Uh like, oh crap. I just stepped in a pile of, Poop that I made myself,
0: right? And, and melted, and then, uh, melted Botox.
1: <laughs> totally, yeah. I did. I almost slipped in the melted Botox, but um, I, I think it's really. I, I, thank you. I'm glad you liked the song and that people that it's still standing the test of time. But um, the the whole like experience of writing that song was a bit surreal because. Like I said, I was probably going to scale those lyrics back quite a bit, but then was told, and it was weird because it, it kept flip-flopping when I asked other producer, or female producer friends, they're like, not so much, man. But the other thing is, if you know me, I have a sense of humor, so you should know that I'm half-assed right. joking about anything that comes out of my mouth in the first place.
0: For sure. If you follow Vision Quest and you follow the music and everything and the culture and the vibe, then you, gotta, you, have, to under, you have to get it you know like you have to be we, able to get the feeling of vision uh, quest
1: was like the first kids on the scene that were laughing openly we were right. having you were like well, you,
0: you get critical acclaim and still being yourselves and i mean it wasn't like it was going back to the roots so that's how i saw it anyway when i saw because it was like okay yeah all the, like a lot of techno snobs being like yeah this this quality it's good it's this but then like you check out the interviews you check them out it's like jokers are chilling it's a good time you know it's like yeah. It was that combination was, it was refreshing. It was like going from like the Berlin techno scene, everything being like very serious to, to to like, you know, having more of that kind of feeling feeling in it, which, which. Yeah. I
1: remember playing the first like house records in some of the Berlin clubs after we were asked to play more often with Seth and Ryan and Sean and, and like throwing down house records that would have like a really repetitive, simple vocal and getting like booze from people and it was like oh no you guys you guys forgot like all the people in chicago and detroit that created this stuff had vocals in it sorry
0: right you know yeah I'm sorry nice <laughs> tell it no vocals yeah but but it
1: all changed too i mean there's yeah. so many beautiful records made on like perlon and thomas melchior ricardo they came through and just kind of w- opened that one way back up. And it was, you know, it was a really cool time and place, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to, to see how much, how the, how the waves of things have changed and how the music and the sound is, has changed so much. And I think Clarion's right. Just being genuine is and true to like what you want to hear and what you want to make is probably the most important thing. And if not the only thing that will set you apart right now.
0: 100%. But um, And I really enjoy this uh, thread we're on, but I do want, we need to get back just yeah. to uh, Jay. Uh, so talking about native instruments, just we we do like a last point and then we could go on to picks. Um, yeah. So I want to kind of connect with you're, everything you're saying, because I think it's really relevant and, and interesting. So, going back to this idea of creative discovery and like having a real moment, like a breakthrough moment in the studio where boom, you know, you've wrote, you found that kind of key. You've unlocked the door to making, going from something from being cool to special. Um, have you had that experience? You're talking about Tal. Have you had that experience with native we Yeah, ready?
2: for sure. I, I, uh, actually one of the best experiences, um, I had is when the first time that they uh, got to us, the machine Machine is a a hardware controller of a program inside of your dog where you can basically uh, do like drum patterns and choose your own. You can choose uh, out of samples or your own samples and modify them through the machine. So it's a really intuitive uh, workflow. So I remember one time I was working on on this drum pattern and I was not really satisfied with it. And then afterwards I started writing the drum patterns, but like like in a certain like mm, vortex way. Like you have like these uh, sixteen pads, right? And and these sixteen pads are, uh, uh, are doing like a square. So I was like doing, you know what? I'm just going to make a joke out of this, and I'm gonna write my name on the pattern. And and then I started writing my name like J, with the hi hats. And doing like velocity and doing a little bit of swing of each one of them, like going deep, but in reality, just having fun with it. And then I started getting this groove and I started having a lot of fun because at the end of the day, like you said, like the the key to open like uh, creativity for me, a lot of times is not even to have a great groove, but just. I have a great reaction out of something that I'm doing, you know. Like mm-hmm. it, it might not sound a, a, at first, but I will deal with that later. I'm just trying to have fun while I'm making music. Amazing. So I was, so I was having fun, a lot of fun, and I was like, oh man, like I know what I'm going to do now. And then I started throwing things and bases and 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 sample vocals because a lot of times what I do is just throw a sample and and hear it and at the end of the day the sample might not even be in the main record but the thing is that I approach those kind of sounds that Native gives me and to have um, creativity sometimes they stay they they are they made the final record sometimes they don't but at the end of the day i think uh, it makes me my creativity juices like boom like activate really quick so that's that's how i approach it and that's, and awesome. that's how we, yeah yeah
0: that's and that's, that's how, how that i do it. the fact that you can write the fact that you can write your name on the machine you know like a, and then And then take that and turn it into a rhythm or pattern, you know, like even like just to do it in an artistic, creative fashion, you know, it's just a testament, I feel like to this idea of not having, you don't really need to follow any rigid music theory guidelines. You don't need to have studied, you know, different types of rhythms, different types of this and that. It's just this intuitive plug in and play and you can mess around and get to the, and still get to the results.
2: Uh, Exactly. Like, like I, I remember one baseline, because also you you just don't you you can also write music on on the machine. So let's say you say, oh, I'm gonna each pad is gonna be on the letter D, right? So you can even write a a, a baseline, put in a letter D, and then on the next pad on a letter F and whatever. And you also approach it like you're doing a bass line out of a drum machine, so it's a different approach. Mm-hmm. But I love that because sometimes I I, I truly, truly say to myself, you're going to make a whole record out of only three things you can choose. And then I, I limit myself a lot so I can learn the things that I'm using because I, I was so guilty of, Downloading these demos of a lot of things and getting on this uh, rabbit hole of marketing of all buy, 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 buy. But Mm -hmm. then I I discovered that, oh, I can do a lot of things with this machine and then approach it and be really good at my craft with this. And then I can even help a lot of people. So uh, nowadays, I try to approach it in terms of I help myself learning. And when people ask me, I can help them, like, go quick because at the end, at the end of the day, like you guys said, like, I, I, I really love that vibe when, like, when I met you and I asked you, like, how is your approach? And you were, like, so open about it. And now Lee is open about it. And I'm, like, I still need to pass that torch to new people to know that it's. Not about keeping the secret, but spread it because at the end of the day, we are loving this art so much. It's such a passion and and oh. and, 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 and that's why I, I, you're I making love me,
0: you're it. You're making me excited again. I wasn't so excited today, <laughs> but now I'm talking to you. I feel excited again because you're like so much genuine enthusiasm, you know? And like Machine, I don't really like Machine. I think it's kind of clunky, but I've used it. It's cool. but But like if I was with you in a studio with Machine, I feel like I'd love it. Because I feel like with you, it's like you, it's not about the tools. It's about like finding the thing, you know? Like finding the thing that, that, that you, that, that taking the best out of that and then looking at it from that perspective of being like, well, wait a minute, this can actually, we can actually just, we don't have to just follow the basic way of using machine, throw something in. Like I'm gonna write my name on, on the pad I'm, I'm, or I'm only gonna use this and this and like create these kind of fun modes of using things and uh, and being creative that's really cool
2: yeah exactly uh, that, that's what i try to always approach it obviously there's good days and there's really really bad bad days right and and and, and when there are really bad bad days i i feel guilty sometimes you know because they 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 are not guilty the machines are not guilty for how i feel like I, I i truly speak to them like they are persons you know like amazing and 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 like for me it's like oh they are not guilty i should take a, a walk you know and and right. not feel like i'm entering a dungeon and oh because sometimes i feel like that sometimes right. I, I feel like i'm entering on this stress room full of equipment and how you are able to even say that you don't want to make music when you have all these tools all this knowledge and and then I, I take a step back and i'm like they are not guilty you are not guilty take a rest let art be somewhere else might be not today with you and that's okay because somebody else is gonna be benefit out of not being here stuck with you you have to let art be free and whenever she wants to come inside with me and approach together to make a new record, then we do it together. You know, hundred
0: percent. Lee, are you going to say that's what she said? So no, I'm that? not. My Michael Scott. As well. <laughs> uh,
1: no, that was that was really great. That was poetic, I, and I agree a thousand percent. I mm-hmm. do. I, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. That is pretty accurate description of the process and. Uh, you know, I'm an advocate for taking a walk, doing some exercise, whatever the hell it is that takes you as far away mentally from the studio to collect and go back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like we've talked about that before, and uh, and I, I was gonna quickly add that uh, I've worked with people that are really good with machine, and man, that's an amazing uh, like partner to be in the studio with. Mm-hmm. So, like having having uh, having somebody that's running that it just like things kind of click if they're good at it you know and i and i'm definitely i don't have machines so i can't say that um i can attest to it you know i've given my you
0: can get really good at it because it's like it's like anything where you know you build your own libraries with it and then the way that you want to play it and set it up you kind of get used to it you know yeah exactly I with it in, a, in a with a few artists that brought it when i was engineering producing with them there's a couple artists that i worked with i always find it's a little bit clunky personally but i again it's yeah i'm sure if you said that if i sat the outfit more maybe i would i give it more of the benefit of the doubt i don't know um but yeah that's cool well you know we can say that pro
1: tools is a bit clunky at times too but it is. you know it is what it is like if you want to do that with that you need to learn it and i know people that can fly around that program
0: yeah can... but can you do it like with like an NPC? i feel like we're in a kai or even if you just want to keep it digital with just a or like working with like something i just find like the benefits to personally like all right so what are you doing with the machine really it's almost like a personal thing because you're building it your way but is it like a universal tool that makes it better than using something like an MPC or they were just loading. They were just
1: loading banks and it was like, Oh, let's, we got a good pattern. Let's try some new banks. And it was like, dope. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Okay. And now let's like get rid of this conga and replace it with something else. Easy. Boom. But they were quick with it. You know, like, like anything, you have to learn your, learn your gear. I'm a big, big advocate of saying, don't go out and buy a bunch of stuff. If you want to be a good producer, go buy one thing and learn it. And then when you're ready, buy the second thing. And that goes from everything from your sound card to your to your, your DAW to a new synth or a drum machine or software. Learn it.
0: Yeah, I mean I find there's a bit of flash and overkill with the machine. Like at least Pro Tools it's like it, it it's lightweight in the sense that it doesn't attach other things that it doesn't need. Like Pro Tools is just no, knows that it's just Pro Tools. Like it doesn't want to excel in things it doesn't have to excel. It excels in having a really nice engine and it excels in like laying things out nice and smooth
2: and getting the sounds really good and that's what it does. I I, I totally agree with that because like uh Like for me, it's like, okay, I use the machine, right? And then I export the audio or the MIDI, and then I'm not trying to push myself to, oh, uh, let's just, uh, uh, if if I feel like I'm gonna limit myself, I will limit myself. But once I finish what I tend to do, then afterwards then i'll be like okay now what else can i do with maybe another tool that i do not necessarily need to do with with machine and that's a really good point because once you learn your your tool you also know which limitations they have
0: Totally. So that way
2: you can jump to another tool but if you are jumping and jumping and jumping without knowing where is the threshold of your first two right then you're gonna have like this these thing 10 things that might do exactly the same thing <laughs> yes it's the
0: beginning of the end it's so true Jay it really is especially for for you're making me laugh because I know like I've seen it many times you know because it's especially with people who will buy a lot of things that they don't because they don't take enough time and then they have like five or six different things and they'll take it to the studio with them and then you're sitting with them and they're like doing the same thing like you can be like using the machine and then you can have the control or using a sampler and then you're running you're doing the same thing with the with both of these and you're going in a circle you know um and to see that like it's that is an endless kind of I feel like that's an abyss. You know, it's like an endless abyss that you could go down and could be endlessly
2: frustrating. Uh, Yeah, it's 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 uh it's like right now I'm I'm learning also uh, about mixing Mm -hmm. more, and and I'm learning so much about like the shelf curves and whatever. And I see that API and SSL and like focus right, even though they are different, like some approaches are like, okay, this curve was actually emulated out of this console and this and this. And I'm like, even the greatest engineers or whatever, they all take notes from each other. And 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 there's some things that it's better to learn the 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 craft and and, and the console rather than you, you couldn't buy an API console and then an SFL console and then a e console and oh yeah I have all these palettes, you know like you know, actually, I
0: know somebody that bought a Neve console just for the compressor on it because the compressors on some of those consoles are so good that it's worth it just to run it for the compressor. And they have a different, they you know, like, have like a Calrec or there's something else and they got <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> and, um, okay. this, I know. Okay. I know. We're all checking our like bank accounts being like, yeah, okay, that's not happening. <laughs> um, so Richard, do you have any final thoughts here before we move on to
3: picks for Jay or questions? The golden chalice of synthesizers. What's that, Richard? Um, and if you could tell us a bit about what? Well,
0: what do you What do you want to say?
3: Obsessive about getting his hands on a Geno sixty. I
0: don't know what Richard's trying to say. Hold on. Thanks,
3: everyone. <laughs> Been great to chat. <laughs> Hold on. It's <Richard, laughs> a hybrid of um, like analog and and uh, digital um, production, or do you sometimes maybe just produce something digitally using native?
0: Okay, whatever. So that was that was Richard's thoughts. I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to
3: picks. Um,
0: uh, does anyone did anyone prepare any picks? Any chance? I got a quick one, a very quick one. Okay. Um, we stopped at the
1: Grand Canyon on the way. You know, it's a obvious bucket list choice, and I'm going to go ahead and back that one up. You got to do it if you get the chance.
0: Wow, I've never been. I've never been to the game. There's no video, there's no photo
1: that prepares you for the vastness. Like the Colorado River is very large and when you're at the top of it it looks, you know, like uh like I was like a toothpick at the bottom cuz you're it is literally 1 mile down. So, it is it is incredible. It's like awe-inspiring. You get a really Serious feeling when you walk to the edge the first time. It's pretty awesome. And we saw we saw elk and we saw mountain goats. It was pretty great.
0: At the top or on your way up or?
1: No, we didn't go down to the bottom. We didn't have time. We just walked around the rim, and yeah, it was great. But I, I highly suggest it if anybody's traveling from years from now to just mark it in your things of uh, list of things to to do. That's mine.
0: Amazing. It sounds majestic. It is. It it is
1: majestic. Like the definition (laughs) of majestic.
0: Yeah, like it's like the perfect word for it, I feel like, would be majestic. (laughs) Yes. So that's mine. Awesome. Um,
2: Mine is a book I recently finished. It's called It's All in Your Head, Get Out of Your Way by a rapper called Ross. And it's, it's really, 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 really basic knowledge in terms of how to approach the music business and uh, when you start and how you start. And he's really into the law of attraction, which I'm also really advocate about. But he tells you about the the how to speak your goals, uh, uh, how to look up to yourself and stuff like that. But I, I really bought it just because, um, like, we were talking about, uh, uh, when we were talking about the, the Body Twitch record and about the, the tall chorus and stuff like that, uh, I, when Kiko died, I, I, I went to a period of, of a really big, big depression, right? That was, so, that was devastating, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, was, I'm sorry yeah, yeah. No, thank you, man. And and it was really, really hard for me. And uh, nobody can help you on, on those things sometimes, even though, obviously, I I, I try to help for help. And I got some. But at the end of the day, you have to deal with that those emotions, right? So uh, I went to a period of like two years of not even being able to open a a computer and not even even being able to process anything about making music but then i came back to my roots of approaching music as a an outlet of of being able to be free of all these things of social media and everything and, and and everything right yes and, and then I, I discovered something so beautiful about it. And now it, that we're talking about it, I realized that I was searching for that tall chorus again in my life, you know? But at, at the end of the day, when I stopped searching for it and I just embraced it, then it came back to me in terms of now I feel, and I, I, I can tell you guys feel how I feel now, you know? Like, I, I feel this rush to make again music to to approach music in a in a in that level and and this book made me realize how uh, when when the innocence of starting this just because the love of it it's so pure it's when you feel these rushes that you are like bro you need to go to somebody and share it you know like I, I, I i'm not gonna hold back i'm gonna share how i feel about this plugin this sound and this and, and this whatever and, and that's how i approach life now everything has pros and cons but but love is always the answer and and and, and, and this is like this book made me realize how i love to be naive and just be pure about the approach of music
1: wow that's unbelievable awesome well put well put uh, that hit me that uh, was sure. pretty incredible
0: you're, you're an amazing you're an amazing producer you deserve the best you need to keep making music people need to get music they need music not just instagram posts and tiktok right they still need to have full tracks that people care about i think so i think there's a content shortage and it's continues to grow and uh, so it was really sad i was so I was very emotional when I found out about Kiko also because when I met you guys, it was so—it was such a magical moment. We were in uh, Tunisia, I think. Yeah. We were in North Africa and we were looking for tacos, you know, and we had to play together <laughs> and it was a bond right away. And, I, you know, and I, and I was, of course, being a fan of the music also. Um, so please don't stop, you know, please don't stop making music. Well, and, and 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 things, and, and unless and you really don't want you-
2: to. And, and and to tell you the truth, I'm, I'm really, really fan of all of you guys. Like Iko and I love all your, all your music of Lee, all the music of you, Clary. And you are like, you for us were like an eye opener of we could be good people and not trash talking anybody and be able to make a living out of this because we were having such a horrendous uh, experiences with uh, people being like all oh, the hustle and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: and you guys are from Mexico. Was, so it's like much more it's like serious over you know like people yeah, and I was yeah. like
2: bro I'm, I'm 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 a chill guy man but okay mm-hmm. and and to tell the truth that you invite me to the to this podcast for me it's a blessing it's I get emotional because for me it's really <laughs> important man to keep sharing. And, and when you said like, Hey, I want to invite you to this podcast for me meant you don't know how much it meant to me. Like, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for you to still thinking that I can bring something because like, at come one on, on. I thought that I couldn't bring anything else, you know, and, and now I'm, I'm more aware of who I am again and that I, I'm i still alive because of something. So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy, and I'm really happy that you're doing so good, man. And I'm really happy that Lee is moving and having a kid, and and, and I'm, I'm really happy even, you know, like, Rosie is here asking me questions and, like, uh, being, listening to me. Like, I'm, I'm really grateful. Thank you very much, guys, for inviting me.
0: Amazing. Pleasure.
4: So for sweet. Me. Thank you.
0: Rocio, do you have any books? Thanks,
4: Jay. Um, well, yes, I have a book too. It's It was written on 1971 by spiritual master Ram Dass. I don't know if you know him. Yes. Uh, the book is called Be Here Now. It is awesome. It's not a regular book. It's, it has a special fo- format. It's It's weird, but it's lovely and it has a lot of valuable information spiritual information so that's my pick be here now by ramdas
0: okay um that sounds really cool and it's spiritual like is it about uh healing like healing the spirit or something like that or when you say it's spiritual is it like meditations kind of stuff or like journey Um,
4: i think it explains more the dynamics of how 3d world works right so the, i don't know for example uh, how we mirror each other and how reality is actual is an actual mirror of ourselves and how to recognize the dynamics that create our own reality so i think it brings awareness of knowing oneself better of about also this thing jay was talking about at at how love is actually the the, the force that um unites everything and how to be aware of that and how to stop creating separation between peoples just because we feel individuals and different. So it brings a really, really nice perspective of almost unifying matter.
0: Awesome. I think I we, can, we can use more of that, less of like 5G being the force that unites everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, uh, like human can connect it, like human connection. Um that sounds really cool. Thanks guys. I'll do a quick pick. Uh I'm gonna pick I was in a farm like two weeks ago or three weeks ago and like I was not in the farm. We were it's just like a trail. I was hiking in upstate New York and then the trail led to like a farm and we could kind of see some of the stuff going on. And I saw like the chickens, you know, like there was like a whole area for all these chickens and they were like free range chickens. And when I go to the grocery store, you know, usually what I'll do. Uh, is I'll buy those. I don't really know. I don't like look up the companies or whatever. And but I'll buy eggs. And I'll try to buy the free range eggs or whatever. Because in my mind, I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, I want the chickens to be free. You know, like, I want them I mean, I, I know, they're just chickens, like how much freedom does a chicken really need. But it has to be like, in my head, it's like, I've seen pictures on the internet of certain farms where The, uh, you know, like it's disgusting and you see like the chickens and they're all like they're deformed. They've got hormones. There's like chicken shit everywhere and it's gross and it's like I don't want to eat those chicken eggs. I don't want to eat those chickens. It just seems like a terrible thing because that's in my head. So usually I'll buy the free range chicken. The one that says free range. Now, I also consider the fact that with the marketing and everything these days that, you know, everyone writes organic this, free range that. How do you really, really know? I don't know. I don't have any answers for any of that. But that's just something that I do because I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's better than not than not looking for it and buying those products, even though it's more expensive, uh, when I you know when you can afford it uh, but yeah when I went to that farm I saw the, the, the free range chickens and it was like a, it was actually a, a free range kind of vibe and, and those were kind of the, the eggs that I would be like yeah I'll, I'll eat those chicken those free chickens eggs <laughs> because we,
1: chicken. we used to get some farmers eggs uh, in LA our friends would go out of to town and, and knew a farmer and the color and the taste of the egg so much better. on another level and yeah, and and what you're talking about, very simply put, when you are injecting the food you're going to eat with a bunch of crap, and caging them and causing deformities and disease, then you eat that, and of course it transfers over. And this is part of why we have such an upswing in uh,
0: diseases. Like yeah, yeah. I, so, yeah, exactly. You just said that a lot better. But thanks for for you actually put that in, in terms that people could. I be- mean,
1: this is a whole other subject, but the american male for the first time is seeing a shorter lifespan uh what? Like def- it's, dro- it's dropped the the lifespan it's dropping in america the average lifespan of the, the male is going to be he's going to die sooner than his father uh as far as age and that's 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 all that's all changeable we've got the medicine you know meaning meaning surgeries and and uh Pacemakers and all this stuff that can help people live longer, but it all comes down to diet. Right.
4: Yeah. Nature.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So, anyway, that's, that's, I just wanted to interject that because I did a lot of studying with it.
0: Okay. No, that, 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 that's really good. And I think that it is important. But personally, and also for me, I just think like there's got to be this, I, I want to believe in that idea of a symbiosis, like that you can have where you take from the land and then you give back to the land. If you treat it respectfully, then it can work. But when you abuse that, then it doesn't work. You know, I want to believe that that works and that everybody can have a share. That's the, I in my head, that's what I want. Of course, like the world is so convoluted and there's so much, that it's just like, feels like you can't change, you know, things that you just can't change. But one thing that I feel like I can change, it's really small and insignificant, but it's something like that, like being in the grocery store and then looking for something. In in North
1: America, the native Americans, and I'm sure a lot of the other places around the world too, they are the ones that kind of hold the answers of how to live with simultaneously and harmoniously with Uh the land. And they've been, uh, there's been prophecy after prophecy of their like elders saying, there's a really, uh, one that always sticks out for me is like, only after the last tree is cut down and the last fish is poisoned will we realize that we cannot eat money.
0: That's, That's really good. It's a hope,
1: hope, a proverb, and I drove through their reservation on the way. So I'm just giving them some praise for their wisdom.
3: Wonders, yeah, and, of, and, wonders of space and time travel. Yes, exactly. I,
2: I, actually, one thing that I learned for myself, like in this pandemic, like I did a social media. Yeah. yeah, I I for for one week because I I, I also quick pick is the Jaron Lanier book, the Ten Arguments for Deleting Your Social Media Accounts Right Now. <laughs> and and i was like bro i need to do it so i i did a journal and for two days i um i closed myself in uh i am a really extremist sometimes in terms of when i start doing something but uh, because i normally do fasting it was easy for me on that term but i closed the doors on my room and i just it stayed with a pencil and a notebook, and I written everything that I felt for two days without anything, no television, no phone, no nothing, just myself, a pen and a book and my bed and 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 a fan right mm-hmm. And what I discovered is that i I had an addiction because i i when I was going through hour eight or hour ten. I started to feel like, oh, when I finish this, I cannot wait to publish how I feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Son of a social media. And I was like, no, this is, this is not good for me. And then I, 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 nowadays I do it, but I do it like really, really, like I have a, a thing with the phone. You can be allowed 30 minutes per day. That's smart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, that's Butthead, not Beavis
2: <laughs>
3: 38,000 38, feet I suppose <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like this version of Richard better than Richard <laughs> 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 or more random like. I'm interested to know what the, uh, what the what the ratio of analog to digital is in your grass productions <laughs> what's the ratio to leprechauns to unicorns
0: Oh my gosh. All right. Okay, Jade, that was awesome. Thanks, everybody. I think this is, we can wrap it.